in the cabbage. Right, let's get it. Test, test, test. Yeah, we're live. Welcome to In the Cabbage. <laughs> this is crazy. This is pretty bananas right now <laughs> that we're actually doing this. I'm Tommy Sweat. Andrew Witt. Please subscribe. Please listen. Please download. Like. Just a reminder. Keep swinging. Welcome back to In the Cabbage. I'm your boy, Tommy Swain. To my right or your left, Andrew What's Witt. up, y'all? Buddy, we are back. Better than ever. The podcast might be a skosh late. Just, just a skosh. Just a skosh. There might have been a little hiccup in the road here. Yeah, we were going to record on... But hey, can we give a little shout out to us first vid on YouTube? I mean, come hey, on now. The boys really came together. It Did only we... took us like two months to figure yeah, that shit and out. And now but... you can enjoy it. It's on there for you guys. Um, for you. We have a new background currently you're gonna be seeing a lot of change here we're gonna change up locations we'll see what works you know i updated i finally put some decorations in my house after living there that's for gonna over be fire year. that's gonna be fire so i, I forgot about less, that a little less blank we would have had a test run at it if uh some little dum-dum over here in a little maroon sweatshirt <laughs> didn't forget the laptop one job well two be there on time bring the energy as we mm -hmm, always do mm -hmm, mm -hmm, bring mm -hmm. the laptop that was Bring tough. Laptop. It's tough sometimes. And, and it's also on me as a best friend knowing who you are to not remind you. Let's let's put up a little hand up accountability though and point the finger at right. the person who really, really boils down to. And that's that's your boy over I, here. I get that. But, you yeah. know, it's like um, if you see it's like if you see me and my brain is just going a thousand miles an hour. I'm going to help you out. Thousand yard stare. I'm going to help you out. You always you always snap me out of it. So, you know, it's just part of it. Um, there's a lot of major events we kind of haven't talked about. Uh, we're just going to touch on some Super Bowl waste management. We also had our Ryder Cup, so stay tuned for that for the end of the podcast. For it's going to sure. be a banger here. Um, we're just going to start right rolling the Super Bowl here. Um, 49ers versus the Chiefs. Yeah. Um, I thought it was a great Super Bowl. It was one of the more entertaining ones. Um, at the very beginning, it was a little slow. It was a kind of, it was a lot of pillow fighting at the beginning in the first half, dude. Yeah, a lot of like you know, very nervous about not making turnovers. Um, I think and then there were turnovers. Right, CMC had a fumble. Right, someone else fumbled. I've got to jog my memory a little bit now because it's like couple, it's been it's been a couple weeks here. It's been too long. Yeah, uh, but it was a it was a bit of a pillow fight at first, dude. A lot of cape punting back and forth. Not a lot of action going on. But then second half. The boys really started turning it up. Yeah, second half, I mean, they all came into their own. I think Purdy played about as well as you probably could have hoped. Yeah. Um, I don't know where Purdy sits in the elite quarterback race right now in yeah. the NFL. It's hard to tell, but he definitely gets way too much slander. Yeah, way think, too much. I think that after this Super Bowl, hopefully moving forward, it's also on the Niners as well at the beginning of the year debating whether he was going to play or not and yeah. start. Because the rumors come from somewhere. Well, and they're also, he's coming back from a torn UCL. Right. You know, it's not like he was like coming off a perfect season and he's coming in all healthy. You just don't know what kind of version you're going to get from Brock Purdy. Yes, the surgeries are great. We've talked about it so many times. Mm -hmm. But you still have the mental side. And maybe sometimes 
the surgery doesn't go perfectly physically as well. So you got that kind of going on. I, I just, I thought that he played and put together a, a really, really solid, great, great season in the MVP race for a majority of the year. And he should have been because he, I think he was one of the top five to top three quarterbacks this year. Yeah. If you're talking about stats. Um, yeah. And just efficiency, touchdown interception ratio wins. Yes. Mm. He plays for a great team. But you still got to make the plays. Still got to make the dubs. Yeah, you can't just go out there and just start winging it from your hip thinking you're going to be okay because you got all these studs. Right. It doesn't work like that. You're playing against other studs in the NFLs and some other great corners and coverages and defensive schemes. So I think that with what he did in his second year, also reminds you he was the Mr. Irrelevant pick. You Which know? is so crazy to be the last pick in the NFL draft and then be starting quarterback on like one of the most historic franchises in the NFL. You, you see succeeding. exactly. You see countless times quarterbacks going in the top five picks mm -hmm. and then you, you don't even know their name after three years. Yeah. It happens all the time, all the time. So I guess time will tell, I guess that's, that's the biggest indicator, but I thought he played um, as well as he could have. And, you know, um, sure. Could he made a couple more plays? Yeah. There's a lot left on the table. But he, I think he had a solid performance. I mean, um, Mr. Irrelevant playing in a Super Bowl after his second year after coming off surgery and yeah. getting to the conference finals the first year. Like, you got to think, like, okay, he's probably a little nervous. Like, I don't know really what you want from him. Also, like, he's playing the Chiefs. Yeah. The Chiefs are going to give you a hard game no matter what when the Andy Reid has one more mission, one more goal, which is to just beat you. I heard that he's also coming back next year, which is great. Andy Reid? Yeah. I think he's going to retire when Kelsey retires, to be honest. You think with you. so? I can see that happening in a year then, or two. I think I thought Kelsey was going to retire after winning it this year. Um, shouts to the Chiefs. I mean, Chief Kingdom, you guys are just, just loving every minute of it. I don't think you're going to have any issues as long as Patrick Mahomes is on your team. Um, as long as that man's under center, everything's going to be a-okay. Yeah. I mean, is there, I don't think it really matters who your coach is going to be. I mean, it definitely helps when you have Andy Reid. But yeah. um, for the most part, I mean, the Chiefs... Not a lot of losing seasons. Let's just leave it at that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, he's going to be and successful more times than now the Chiefs can go not. and get wide receivers this year. You already have Pacheco. He's coming yeah. back for he's sure. He's going to be great. And he's definitely going to keep running the way he's running. Now you're actually going to put people out there with some hands. Your defense is... Or so solid. Mm -hmm. I mean, they're just going to be another monster next year. I, I saw a couple posts on Instagram pretty recently. And for some reason, I got a couple 49er like fan pages and, and all that kind of stuff. And mm -hmm. there were multiple times um, in the game where I saw the Chiefs holding the defensive line of the 49ers countless times on Bosa, on... The other defensive. Yeah, end. I saw that. A couple of really bad holds. But that happens. It's so hard because it's such a small snippet of the whole game. It's weird, though, because I just, I wish I had better trained football eyes, like. To see what was happening. To, yeah, to see that live time because I don't notice any of that. And I notice a PI, you know, or like a face mask or like a helmet to helmet. That kind of seemed like a personal foul. Mm -hmm. I don't really catch holdings very often. That's why one thing where I don't really see it. But it's a massive penalty if you are missing that or if you're calling it. So yeah. I don't know. I didn't it's, know if that was, I'm sure was happening on the other side of the football. Yeah. And of course, when your team's losing and you guys are sucking, you're going to be like, oh, they're holding. Yeah. I'm sure they're holding. I mean, I saw videos. It was definite. But like, that's just part of football.
Yeah, some of them I saw that were just blatant holds, though. Blatant holds. Yeah, like they should have. They missed like two big calls, and I, I remember the plays. So I don't know. I, I just again, it just I think it's the whole thing of people also trying to build this conspiracy theory, right? Of like the Kelsey and then Swift, and then they were gonna he's gonna propose after if they won, and like they wanted to do that for ratings, and yeah, I mean. It's just a big, big hoax. And I think that it was pretty, pretty even. And I think the better team came up on top. But the one thing I did want to talk about with you was um, the whole Shanahan experience with the whole interview and after the game and him not knowing or him knowing, but not fully knowing like the playoff rules of scoring. Yeah, that was crazy. Because that was new news to me. I did not know that. I thought that was wild. I I don't know why, but that... I kind of had a feeling that's a college football rule. I think both teams in college football get a shot at it. Does that change in the playoffs for college football? I think it's the same, same twenty-five thing. yard rule, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's new um, for the NFL. Um, that's pretty crazy for Shanahan not to know, or his players thing. not to know, right? Because how do you I, not talk about that as a coach, right? Or you know, like maybe they did talk about it once, but it wasn't emphasized. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I remember seeing a clip of um, some player coming off the sideline being like, I mean, I guess we want the ball first. And like, clearly you don't want the ball first. No, clearly you want it second. Even if you go down and score a touchdown, now, you know, as a, as the team getting the second, second, um, yeah, exactly. You got you four score. downs. Yeah. You got to score. You got four downs. Right. Well, the Niners go out. They ask for the ball first. They kick a field goal. No big deal. Chiefs come down and immediately. It. Flying through. Yeah, end it. And also, I didn't know this either. Well, I didn't know this. E- I mean, I was, I assume, I could have assumed this, but there's no ties, obviously. So then mm-hmm. it was getting close to the end of the first overtime period. It just rolls into the second period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I knew that too. I was like, oh, you got to watch the clock. I'm like, there's no way they end it like this. They have one possession to score. It could take right. 400 minutes. It doesn't matter. Right. But yeah, I mean, overall, I thought it was a good Super Bowl. I'm, you know... Very excited for next year to start with the Chargers. Going to dive myself a bit more into fandom. Um, we got some good things cooking, and I'm excited. It looks like we got a couple of things where Harbaugh is bringing a couple of coaches with him that's familiar, mm-hmm. what he had over at the 49ers, what he had at Michigan. Pretty successful programs. Maybe he brings a little bit of that to the Chargers, baby. Turn something around. We need I, a little bit of luck. Yeah, I mean, we're going to need some... I think the coaching, he's going to come in, build a culture. That's what he does. Uh, I think he's always like Justin Herbert. I was listening to a podcast yeah. with him, and it was like he admired Justin Herbert when he got to the Chargers and even in college. So it wasn't a, a new thing for him. I think a majority of the reason why he went to the Chargers is to work with Justin Herbert. I think so, too. And he also played for the Chargers, Chargers. So I think at it was quarterback. Just, I think it was a great home for him. Um, I did have a theory going back to the Super Bowl that little Travis Kelsey and uh, Taylor Swift. Mm-hmm. So Papa had a couple drinks and sent you a voice memo about a theory I had. So obviously this like relationship seems to be the real thing. And Taylor Swift bringing the buzz to this, you know, the NFL, probably not needed, but definitely always wanted. Of course. No one's going to so shy away next from that. Year, Great how, for publicity. Right. So next year, how are we going to up, you know, upgrade? Well, this is my theory. I think Travis and Taylor go on a Super Bowl tour together during the season. 
I think Taylor goes the weekend before each game for the, you know, Travis and sells the stadium out and then just stays there for a week and just hangs out. And they yeah. get to hang out. She gets to tour still. It's a lot less shows, so she's going to fill the thing out. You know it's going to be crazy. It's going to work. I think the marketing behind it would be insane. Now, would it be great for Kelsey? Financially, definitely. But, like, football legacy, I don't know. Yeah. I just don't really want to see that as, like, a, a NFL fan. Like, oh, I don't need to see any more of that. It would be a great stunt. I don't know if maybe Taylor Swift would potentially go for it, though. Because she, when she goes on tour, she goes on tour and goes everywhere. Right. Flies all over the place. I think if she took a season, though, I'm not saying like forever. Yeah. Not every season. And it's only away games, right? Maybe no, a, maybe, a home, a, too. maybe a home game here or there. Does she need to do eight home games? No, maybe just every away game they go yeah. to. And like one home game. Yeah, maybe one or two home games. And I think every stadium in the NFL would say yes to that. Oh There's my God. no way they'd say no. NFL would be throwing a bag at that for the team. Oh, my God. They There's would so do much every, publicity. So much publicity. Yeah. Oh, you know, Taylor Swift coming to Tampa. Like, come get your tickets. It's the Travis and um, Taylor Super Bowl, whatever, victory lap. And then you have, like, it. the New Heights program going over there as well. Jason's traveling, doing some crazy things. Maybe he makes his way onto the... CBS, Jeez. NFL Network. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I feel it. like he'd be a great reporter. And you get the whole situation going. You just blow the hell up with this whole Kelsey Swift situation. Dang, I think that's a great idea. I don't know if his brother Jason wa would want to. I think he'd be great at it. I think he, he wants to just do podcast stuff and be home. Yeah. And, I mean, he's definitely a family man. So who knows? Me, I would be like wherever I can go, however I can get there. I'm just... We're available. I'm ready to go. <laughs> I can announce and be scared the whole time. Whatever you need. Cra crazy take. But, I mean, it would be great for the NFL as a whole as far as growth um, mm -hmm. and some money and maybe some more returns for the players. But I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. Only time will tell again. Yeah. I think I think it'd be fun for Taylor. I don't know if she really needs them like to do it. Or like, she also just doesn't need any more cash. Right. How like, much could you gonna, actually want? Like, she's so good on money that I don't... It's does, She doesn't have to tour for money. She does I mean? boost the economy, though. That's that's what she does Right, well. but you go to these small market teams. Yeah. Go to the Giants. Yeah. Uh, I know the Giants, but I'm at the Buffalo. Mm -hmm. Go Buffalo and go see them. The Jets can use some love, I'm sure. So say, like, you know, Houston Texans, the... right. Uh, Tennessee Titans, the. I mean, that's a it's a sold out football stadium for a hundred percent with concessions going 100%. going crazy. Yeah, like I think it just would help out a lot. And I don't know. I could foresee it happening. If you if you see it happen, know here that they stole our idea, and I will sue. <laughs> <laughs> All they got uh, for everything. Honestly, I mean, maybe just, just like fifty k would be nice. Honestly, oh, that'd be great. Yeah, <laughs> I'd be, go I'd a be long way. Right. Um, another, Go a long way. Another major event, sporting event, happens the same weekend as the Super Bowl, which is the Waste Management Open. And boy, oh boy, did that look like a nightmare. A zoo. Um, for you guys who don't know golf super well, Waste Management Open is a tournament that is held in Arizona. Big old party. And it's just 
It's just a party tournament. Yeah. People are booing players in like a fun, teasing way. Hammer drinking, streaking. It's definitely a party college environment golf tournament. But it's also a major golf tournament. There's some big names there usually every year. The players enjoy it most of the time. But I think this year, which we were talking about, kind of got um, way too rowdy. Yeah, and the rain didn't help because right. then it was also delayed and longer hours. Right. And then you're also having to deal with a place where they normally don't get any rain as well. Like TBC Scottsdale does not get much rain. So then there's a lot of mud because there's a lot of dirt. And then people are just flying everywhere. They're having to close off sections. You can't sit on the hills because they're all super muddy. Right. It just caused so, so many issues. And then they were filling the grandstands. And like, it's just, it looked like a zoo when I when I looked on Instagram. And let me tell you, I do not want any part of that. No, I don't either. I heard there was other things like the shuttles broke down. Or something happened um, the Sunday morning, and so they had to bus people in and have them Jesus, park off-site. And, um, I also saw that people had tickets, and they weren't letting them in because they reached capacity at one point for what they could actually handle. Which is, you know, I think that was the peak of that event, and I think you're never going to see it like that again. I think it got it left. I think it left um, a couple people with some bad taste in their mouth. Yeah, I mean, it is okay. It's it's a fine line you have to tote, right? It's golf is such a embedded history sport, a gentleman sport. You're supposed to play the sport with like honor and grace, and you're supposed to be like you know, hell a little high, a little, a little snooty at times. Good old too. gentleman's game. Yeah, and in the younger generation. We want to get into golf to grow the game. There's not a lot of that left in the world. Not a lot of like sports where it's a gentleman's game or things that are like genuinely or private or country club esque vibes. Yeah. Are really like the younger generation really enjoy. Um, I still enjoy it to a degree. I do think it can be way too snooty at times, but I do like the players having some class. That carry themselves. Do I want them to have personality? I think that you can do both. Yeah. I think you can carry yourself and also have some personality. I think Max Homa does a great job at that. Mm -hmm. I think man's tons of class, but also can be personable. And Victor Hovland's another guy that comes to mind for me. Right. I think that's the generation of what golfers should be acting like. They can have some beers. They can wear hoodies on courses, but at the same time, like. They just carry themselves with a certain level of for class. Sure. For sure. What did you think about um, Zach Johnson and the comments and how he popped off at the gallery? Um, having, having, having said and preface everything of the tournament of that sort, you need to have both. You need to have grace. It's a gentleman's game. I think, but at the same time, I feel like the, maybe the tournament is a little bit rowdy. So what do you... Yeah, I think it just got... It crossed the line to like, this is no yeah. longer golf. I yeah. mean, yes, golf is being played, but it's not... Um, it doesn't have the same like level of buildup. Yeah. Um, or like I thought finesse. Zach, yeah, finesse. I don't know what it misses when it gets too rowdy. I guess I would have to think about that more. But um, 
it misses a certain level of like je ne sais quoi. It doesn't mm. have the same feel when people right. are like streaking and jumping off things, and, like sliding down mud pits, and it looks it looks like a madhouse. It yeah, looks it crazy. Yeah, it doesn't look like it looks like you're in a party environment in a park, and there's people trying to like do a very expensive. You become the secondary event almost. Like people are just raging around you. It's not even really about the golf anymore. Right. It goes away from the golf very quick. Yeah. Yeah. When there's outside distractions. Um, so back to Zach Johnson. Um, it, it looked bad for him. Overall. It was a terrible look, dude. Terrible look. Uh, and and he, Billy Horschel also popped off, and I like Billy. And he Billy kinda, popped off. I can understand Billy's a bit more because people are talking in his backswing. Right. And it's not Billy's backswing. It was his playing partner's backswing. Right. right. And that's just, it's so tough. I know people who don't play golf is like, what's the big deal? I talk with my buddy swings or it, how it's to throw you off that much. Well, it doesn't if you're not giving a shit. If you're just slapping around having fun. But when you're like trying to fully lock in for that like 15, 20 seconds of each shot when there's hundreds of thousands of dollars on the line or your future playing career, like the last thing you need is like, Four drunk college kids going, like, you suck, oh, you right. suck, like in the middle of and your... I was going to say, who knows what they're saying yeah, in their backswing, screaming too. at you, yeah. making sounds, like just trying to fuck with you and, and because you have a bet or whatever. It's just That's, again, like it's just crossing the line. I thought Billy's was more understandable. Zach, on the other hand, came off the worst, like, like one of the worst showings USA has had in the Ryder Cup. Maybe not point-wise. I don't know that for a fact. It was, it was pretty abysmal all around. Performance, right. energy, yeah, the buy-in of the team. Like it just looked really piss poor. It looked yeah. like they didn't want to be there, and it meant everything to Europe. It looked like it meant nothing to us. And um, so you know, like, coming to this event, he's been here before. He comes, like, every year. Coming to this event, you know you're going to get chirped. Okay, there's that. Also, like, you, we probably know... Every year has been building. Like this year was going to be crazy. Yep. And you come every year. So how are you not like mentally locked in to take the heat? That's another thing as well. You know, if you really don't are, you know, you're frowning upon all those galleries and like, you know, something's going to be said in your backspin, you know it, then just don't play in the tournament. That's another thing as well. If you know it's coming. Right. And yeah, you might get like, and also there's all these other factors where your game might not be where it once where you want it to be. You're not playing it that well. Whatever the reason is, you're more frustrated. But you can also just not play in that tournament too. Yeah, like you should know. Like you're probably like, hey, I'm not in the right mental headspace. Um, I, I probably shouldn't come get my cheeks clapped to the waste management and yeah. blow up on people. Now, do I think I'm sure they cross the line? Definitely. Yeah. I'm sure they were chirping him the whole time. They're following him, trying to get underneath this skin. But, like, at that point, just tell, like, security to, like, kick him out. Yeah. But at the same time, was I mean, it's so slim. It's going to take forever to get yeah. anywhere. You could, yeah, like you said, it it takes it would take a lot for me to go to the Waste Management Open. Yeah. yeah Where at sure. that current moment, it does not look fun. Not at all. If you would have asked me, like, three years ago. It looked great then. Yeah. We were thinking about going last year for the bachelor party as well. Yeah. Know? But we realized, you know. Like, eh, we had Super Bowl and we wanted to make it more of a golf trip. We'd be better to do more. No golf runs, ever. All that kind of stuff. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So it would have um, been fun. My one last thing, because I do want to play a little like, yeah, you know, put a little caveat into this as well. But um, I feel like NBA athletes 
get the opportunity to talk to fans when they are popping off at them. Do you see that maybe the PGA Tour is a little bit different in that regard because it is a more gentleman sport Mm -hmm. and that comes off uh, a little bit harshly? Mm. And or is it maybe have to do with NBA? You can like you're playing a little bit more of a physical sport, and then you can then chirp back. At I the can fans. tell you, you know what I mean. I get there's a difference. So you can chirp back at fans in the NBA, no problem. Encouraged, right. um, right. And, and some degrees, um, stopping the game and kicking somebody out of the game in the NBA, not encouraged. So like when LeBron says, "Hey, this person crossed the line, get him out of here." They always get boots, always a bad look, but like someone talking shit to Spike Lee on the way down and not like kind of blowing past it, yeah. totally fine. You just can't cross the line. Now, if Zach Johnson was getting chirped, then they have a video of him like absolutely striping a shot, putting it to like two feet and looking at him and like putting his finger over his mouth as he's walking down the fairway. There we go. We have shut him up. For sure. It looked way better. Way better. Because then it's like a... Now it's like a competitive chirping thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's you versus me and I'm going to win. Yeah. Being like, hey, this has got to stop. Like, that's never going to... Yeah. I like it. Never going to look good. For sure. That's good. That's good right there. Because I just had that thought where I was like... Right. Maybe, is it just, you know, the way that he did it or is it maybe the sport or like... I think if you saw Tiger Woods, right? Like, imagine like on a higher scale. Getting mm-hmm. chirped. I'm sure you got chirped all the time. For sure. The day. For sure. And, you know, the he club talks- twirl and the swaggy walk is almost a shut up in itself. Yeah. But if you would have seen Tiger, like, club twirl back in his prime, walking and looking at a fan and telling him to shush, that would have been on every billboard. Mm-hmm. It would have been on every, like, it would have been on t shirts. Yeah. Like, it's just how you handle that adversity. And yeah. Zach Johnson He's- should know better. For sure. No, that's a that's a good point. He's talked about that as well. He's he got chirped a lot in his like junior and amateur days. Yeah, I mean, you know, Tiger just knows how to handle it. And mm-hmm. also as an athlete, like a pro athlete, um, it's ridiculous that you can't handle a little chirping. Yeah. Should we should we just keep the ball rolling here with a T Wood talk? Because I do want to touch on the Genesis a little bit. Yeah, I would love that. It was yeah, Genesis, and then we also talk about his uh release for his clothing line, the Sunday Red. Ah, Sunday Red baby. Yeah, why don't we start the clothing line? We'll go in the open here. Um yeah. Sunday Red, massive Tiger fans. You are I mean huge. Yeah. I'm a Tiger fan. I'm bummed I, was, I actually didn't make it to the Genesis again this year. Yeah, but Mike, also Mikey not. Went. Oh, nice. You yeah. did. Yeah, he went. Looked like a great time. Really sure. low key. Um I'd probably go like on a, on a Thursday or a Friday though. Yeah, that'd be fun. Try to avoid some traffic because I hear parking out there is horrendous. Yeah, I had a buddy go and they went to a friend's house and then Ubered in. It was cool. like a ten minute Uber. You know, that's not bad. I mean, that's pretty par of the course. Um, massive Tiger fans, you and I. Yeah, big time. He left Nike recently and started his own brand under the Taylor Made umbrella, mm-hmm. which is huge. Because, I mean, now uh, Tiger can sponsor people. Now Tiger can have control over certain things. I think the logo is great. I think the name is great. I think it's going to be a huge success. I didn't love what was shown to me. Yeah, didn't love is 
That's a little. That's a little bit of an undersell there, buddy. You can go I, ahead and sell a little I, harder. I mean, it, it was. I love the concept. I'm backing you on that. But the clothing line itself that they brought out. I mean, I might as well have been buying a red plain Nike polo. Yeah, that had came no out the same thing. That had no extra swag. Where are the all? Where are the textures? Where are the different fits? Where are the different like maybe stripes or tones or crazy logos and like I maybe that's that's I'm sure that's coming down the line. Yeah. I'm sure that is. But like when it's the grand reveal and how many items, how many styles did he bring out? Like four? I mean five? it wasn't it wasn't a bunch. And I get probably why they did it was because it happened so quick. He left Nike, signed with Taylor made, then the Genesis, which is his tournament. Yeah. So they're probably like Fair. we just need to open shop. For sure. Just so we can get this kind of, we're going to miss a huge market because I can make my merch section as big as I physically can. Yeah. I guarantee you this shit sold out. Um, I I do agree, though. It, if it was me, I would have just rather waited. Yeah, just release it for the just, Masters or right. like that. You know, but like, I don't know. I hope he does what I think current successful golf clothing companies are doing which is limited release runs of things they should they should definitely do that bring like, some really you, cool you know, stuff out tiger sunday red you know limited available merch for masters yeah um i'm sure yada yada, yada and you know who's really to. good at that is taylor made taylor made does that really well already Taylor made does a great job at it vice does a great job at it um melbourne mm-hmm. does a great job at it um and i think those those brands I would say you need to start emulating more for sure. Cause I don't think, I think our generation and the generations definitely younger than us aren't going to want the same, same cookie cutter polos. We want like better, like dry fit pose that look like a normal polo that have good textures and breathing and different patterns. Now I don't want Tiger to come out with like whiskey bottles all over his shirts. No, 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 no. And no, like no. sunrises let's not, and let's sunsets. Not, let's not stoop to that level. Like it needs just, I think Tiger's price range is probably right. I think that 120 for a polo seems right for him. Yeah, it's outrageous. I mean, it's way too expensive. $90, would be much more doable for a lot a bigger audience, but I understand. I think it's the, it, for Tiger, it will sell. So yeah. why might as well not do that? Do like, the limited runs. I like the limited runs. That's a good thought. And then, you know, he's going to sponsor golfers, and that's going to be all time for him. Um, it should come out with another shoe. I think shoes are going to be, I think Tiger's going to do shoes amazingly. He should do shoes well. Um, I think, you know, he might even just do something with foot joy on the side because he loves foot joy so much, but who knows? Cause I don't think Taylor made has a lot of golf shoes. Do they have a partner? They probably partner with somebody. Yeah, I'm sure they do. So I don't know if they have the capabilities of, um, making, um, shoes. So I, I can assume you'll see a foot joy contract come across your door here shortly. Yeah, that'd be, that would be great. I don't Bob know. Nike's out of golf though. Um, I mean, they you know what? Keep, ma- keep, make, keep making the apparel. Golf apparel is great. Yeah, but like, I mean, even then, it's like it's good. I would say it's like a step above like um, Costco polos. Yeah, they they have a couple of good things that I will say. Like Scotty Scheffler was was rocking this past weekend. I liked a lot of the stuff. I don't know what pants he's wearing though. Does Nike release pants? They do. I just think Nike. Um, they do sweatshirts well. They, they do sweatshirts and pullovers and hats, and that's all great. But the polo but like, some work. Like, but there's no, it's not, it doesn't feel like Nike yeah. anymore. 
Yeah. It doesn't feel like cool or elite. It just feels like a good, solid brand. And yeah. I want Nike to get that back to that place of, you know, Nike basketball shoes are still that way. Nike athletes in general Maybe are still that way. Maybe just make golf shoes. Maybe we just make some sick golf shoes. Yeah, make better golf shoes. Like, yeah. I mean, I know Jordan's trying. They're not my favorite shoe, so. Yeah. They're like, they're ca- they're casual looked actually look pretty decent. Like the Air Force-y Jordan. And yeah, the like, one Jordans you have are great. I like, like those, those a lot. The, the ca- not the remake Jordans. Like the Jordan, like whatever models they come out with. Yeah. Like the Jordan 7s and the Jordan 6s. Like, yeah. Those don't really you oh. play well for golf. Those those aren't for me either. Yeah, it's not my style. But your shoe, which is like yeah. a Jordan shoe that is specifically designed for a golf shoe, is great. Yeah, I like that one. Um, uh, I really hope that Tiger is able to bounce back here. It just looks like every time he plays, it just looks like he's slowing down a little bit. It's a little bit of a bummer, but, you know, it is what it is. Isn't he like 47 this year? Yeah, and he's like a fused back and a fused wrist and a fused ankle, and it's just like... <laughs> I mean, he's just so stiff, and I get he loves loves the game and doesn't want it to leave. But maybe it's just time to go play the senior tour. You and can't ride, and ride in the golf cart. You can't, can't yet. No, can't. Okay, well, when he can with fifty, fifty. Okay, so he's got a couple more years. Maybe he takes some years off and just stretches. <laughs> I'm sure he does, but I'm sure he's doing that every single day. Maybe. Maybe six times a week, dude. Yeah, I'm sure he's, got he's probably coming over, stretching them. He yeah. probably also has to do it for his back, just a little, just get around. Yeah, just you know? to move. I just um, hope. I know that he's like the game's not where he wanted. I just want to see him finish a tournament and play well, finish a tournament and be healthy. Yeah, well, this tournament was very funny. Um, seems to be having some issues. There was. Food yeah. poisoning going around? Yeah, was that what it was? He said um, it was influenza. On he his, had like, influenza. I think he was actually genuinely sick. I think um, maybe other people were sick, though, too. But, I mean, I You think it was people, food, food poisoning? Uh, I think Siwoo Kim or somebody was jogging from the bathroom to the first tee box and almost missed Yikes, his tee time. Dude. Yikes. I don't think that's influenza. I think you got poo-poo problems. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, as a, man, as a fellow man who shits his pants a lot, you understand what the poop button looks like. I mean, you're looking at another guy right here, too. Right, that's what I'm saying. You <laughs> you over there who poops his pants a lot definitely knows what a poop run looks like. Um, Yeah, I mean, I who even won? Yeah, I don't know. I didn't really watch it. It's not my favorite tournament to watch, which is tough. But, I mean, golf, to me, viewing-wise, such an awful place we're in a really bit we're in a big of a a bit of a crossroads here because we have live and we have the pga and when i feel like it's very split at the moment and there's not a lot pulling for either direction now when the majors come around of course i'm going to be tuning in for them for the pga of yeah, course the majors are great um i think one of my favorite tournaments is happening coming up it's the one that's in carolina um, it's like Bay, and it always seems to be like a... Oh, yeah, Bay Hill. Yeah, Bay Hill is always nice. Um, so I wa- I'll watch some of that. But in general, like, I love watching golf. And if it was you know, my full-time job, you best believe I'd be watching it full-time. But oh, I yeah. think golf is in a weird spot where um, we just... We aren't... We're not getting the same buzz with the professionals. It seems like it's not. I don't know. At least in my world, it's not. It's not getting talked about enough. Um, I don't know how you change it up to make it more interesting. Maybe we should think of we some need ways. To, we need to renovate the game. We need to renovate how... Well, I love it. We, I'm not even part of the PGA, but, you know, I got some ideas over here. We got some ideas, baby. We well, need to renovate the shot-to-shot 
coverage on the PGA Tour. We need to see more golfers. We need to see the bad shots and the good shots and the okay shots. We just need more coverage. Okay, we just need to fly around. We need about five seconds of pre-shot routine and let's move on to the next golfer. We don't need 45 seconds to a minute of talking about the rules where he's going to be dropping it. And I'm like, I might as well be taking a nap right now watching this. Yeah, it's way, the PGA, like, Liv does a great job. If you watch Liv, because I did yes. watch the Las Vegas tournament, way they, more golf, way more, like, shots and graphs and more poppy colors and, like, where they're putting at, like, yeah. PGA Tour. Take a page out of their book. They're stealing your golfers. Take little nuggets. Steal their UX. Like, steal their design. Yeah. Like, it clearly Make it, make clearly it pop a little bit more. We got to make something to make it more enjoyable for the viewer. I, I just want to see more golf, honestly. I'm tuning in here, and I only see two two groups. Right. That's it. I only see the leaders. Two, I have no mean, idea who's you playing. have no idea where it's streaming at. You got to watch ESP in the morning, then oh the, God, the then main moves, group at night. Then also goes the Peacock, like after the NBC coverage. I'm like, dude, yeah. I don't, what? Just sell, here, let me, I'll tell you what you need to do. Sell your golf thing to YouTube because NFL is already there. NFL can do the red zone, commercial free football for how many hours? You need to figure out how to make basically commercial free golf. For like, sure. Because it's the amount of golf commercials is bananas. And there's all the playing throughs. It's just outrageous how many. But ESPN has it a little bit, but it's the featured groups. That's okay. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Give me three featured groups. Yeah, give me three but featured they groups. All, they, but they all, like, they're on, like, the multi-view, and they're circulating constantly. Yeah, give me give me something to like. It's keep like a me sports engaged. book. Yeah, exactly. And better graphs, and also like they are doing a better job with the announcers. I do think Kevin Kisner was great in the booth. Let's get back more to com color commentating. Yeah, like it, you need to have personality in the booth to keep you engaged. For I sure. know there might be some risk with sponsors and shit, but at this point, who cares? Bring in some color commentary. Mm -hmm. Bring in some X Factor. I think Kiz does a great job. Um, who else is this guy? I, he's a shorter guy. He wasn't there at the Waste Management. Colton Host, I think, is great as well. Mm, Colton Host. Colton Host. Yeah. Um, I just think you need to have more. Bring, like, guests. Like, like have Bob Dove Sports stream a golf tournament for, sure. for a weekend. Have sure. them commentate Because as of right now, I feel like YouTube is rivaling, rivaling the PGA Tour. And views, viewership right now. Yeah, I think if you put it on YouTube, I don't think you would have any issues with old people have to go on YouTube to watch Sunday Ticket now. YouTube is very user-friendly. It's yeah. so easy. Yeah. You just type in the app, type in the top, PGA, and it starts at 9, and it goes till 5. And you can have it on all day. And there, you can, you can that way, YouTube can afford it. You know where your ticket's at. It's the same place. Yeah, blah blah blah. I like that. It it just it works way better for you. Um, everyone has a smart TV, even your guys' generation. And if they don't, like, do you? How many eighty-year-olds are really growing the game of golf? How much yeah. are you really getting from eighty-year-olds? No, that's fair. That's fair. Like, you need to start. We need and to also start going they, for younger generations. And also, they can like plug in a laptop. Or they can go on their iPad. Get a fire stick for 20 bucks. Yeah, you're going to be fine. I like, mean, that's, and you, you just figure it out that way. It's easy. It's, it's, you're not trying to appeal anymore to the 65, 70, even 55 year old people. You're trying to start appealing to like our age demographic and younger. 
You yeah. want to bring more people into this game. And I, I don't think you have the issue. COVID kind of saved golf because for a while there, it was like pretty abysmal. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but I do think it can get some more love. Um, speaking of golf, this is what the friends and family tune in for. We had our annual Ryder Cup, year three in the books. What um, an absolute blast of a tournament, dude. It always is. Yeah, it's... Um, it always is. And we go through a little bit of like a, a hurdle phase of... There's a lot of planning. There's a lot of check marks. There's a lot of dates yeah. we got to meet. We got book, booking tee times and researching courses and making it friendly here and there. There's a right. little bit more that goes on to it than just let's pick three courses and let's go play you know, scheduling and all that kind of stuff with a, a bunch of different, with a bunch of different uh, schedules and people. But every single year when we finish it up, we seem to make a, minor tweaks here and there that make things go a little bit smoother. Yeah, I think it's really cool that we're actually hosting something. Um, yeah, that's always really fun, dude. No, shout out to Dave. Um, wouldn't be possible without him. The Ryder Cup is extremely cheap for what we're doing um, because of Dave. Um, I don't know if it'd be possible outside of that. I'm sure it could be, but it wouldn't, it'd be a little bit more expensive for sure. So we probably wouldn't be able to play as much nice golf as we're playing. Um, just the cleaning fee is just, that's it. Yeah. Really just a homey up great, move. It's a great little area, um, close to the freeway. It can get us to and from Dave's place is unreal. Um, if you want the Airbnb, we'll definitely send you the link. Um, just reach out to our, us on this Instagram. We'll help you out. It's like a, I don't know, sleeps like, I don't know, seven Again, people, eight people comfortably, nine I people comfortably. I think it can sleep. Well, because there's also mattresses in the king bedroom as well. Eight, eight beds individually. There's two queen, or not queen, two twin mattresses in the closet. That there you, you go. Drop. Double so you, bunk beds, queen mm -hmm. mattress, king mattress. Two twin mattresses in the in the casita, and yeah, there's room for air mattresses. It could fit about twelve people in nice there. Nice pool on a golf course, jacuzzi, jacuzzi, everything about the place is so. It's great. called the green or the greens. The greens. That's like the th the th the theme of the the place. It'll be in the link, but it'll be linked in the bio. Um, and when you're down there, go ahead and leave a comment. Go ahead and like and subscribe. Like, comment yeah. and subscribe on the YouTube. Second video coming up. But anyways, back to the Ryder Cup. Um, last year, we can get in a little bit of the cabbage stuff with it. Um, your boy over here was not present at all. Last year stuff. Last year yeah. stuff. I was drinking a lot um, and just was so worried about everything else around me and my golf game and what was going on and where we're going and how this is going to work and less and also just kind of corralling everyone and making sure we're all on a good schedule we're all going to be making the tea times you know it's just you know you need that like you need that in your life to kind of just make sure that everything's going to be okay we're going to be keep moving on here that you kind of forget to just chill and just be present yeah, I'm, I'm always so worried about cultivating something. Yeah. When I have to plan something for other people, you worry if, about if it a lot. fucks up for me, I can give two shits. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Truly. That's, always, that's always been you. Like if I, if, I, if I mess up a plan for myself, no big deal. Mm -hmm. But if I mess up a plan for other people, that drives me crazy. Yeah. So when I plan something or when we plan something, I always do my best to make it as efficient as possible. Efficient, fun, time-saving, like ease of the trip. 
And for whatever reason, last year I didn't. I just didn't have it. I don't know if it if it wasn't whatever was going on was going on. Well, the but, dinner that we cooked last year was like forever. Forever. Know? It took and us. It the, like we were no, scrambling we were, all over the place. We were running all over the place. We were having to get groceries. The biggest change up I think this year was just our off the off the course work. Off the, the course was, work was exceptional. Yeah, I mean we. This is a new hack I heard recently. Um, grocery store pickup. Obviously, everyone knows about it. But if you do it, because when you normally do a grocery store pickup, there's some kid back there picking your food, and they don't give two shits if your apple's bruised all hell for your right. house. Where you're going out there, you're like, I need this apple to last me like five, six days. You know, I'm making a dinner yeah. two nights from now with this. So you want nicer stuff. Now, for a grocery store pickup for a, a boy's trip or a vacation, who cares? Yeah, who cares if the one banana is like bruised and not looking great? You're buying forty bananas, right? Like, it doesn't who, matter. It's who one cares? banana. It's all good. Move on. Yeah, exactly. We had a couple produce picks, and like we're getting onions and cilantro, and it's like we're getting four of them. And if like one of like a half bunch is not looking great, all good. We got like an extra one, right? And it, you, most of the time, it's not going to be that bad, but it would be maybe worse quality than what you would pick for your your right. own self. Exactly. So that saved. And like a easily two and a half hours, dude. Grocery shopping for like eight, nine people in a After store. Also, yeah, in a store you're not familiar in too. It's just tough. You're just sitting there like, how much do we need? I don't want to come back with a grocery bill that's unreasonable for people. Like, I don't. Who's drinking what? And what does this person want? Because when you go, hey, we're going to the grocery store. Everyone hits you with something mm -hmm. instead of you going like, oh, we already got the shit. You know, whatever. If, now, if you want to get extra stuff. Just stop on the way home right. from the golf course. Stop at a grocery store. Grab your six things that you want. Boom, right. that's for you. Right. And it made it a lot easier. Also realizing these people are grown-ass men. <laughs> yeah. I'm we're, all, we're all basically 30. Like they can, if they're really struggling like and starving, they can fucking get in the car and go pick up food. Or like we don't something. have to have 400 snacks and... Yeah, we're, you know, get, we're getting 30 drink options. And um, yeah, the pickup groceries, that was a goaded, goaded move. That was awesome all time. Bryce mm -hmm. came in really hot with the Alpastor and the carne asada, pre cut, pre marinated. Fire. Amazing. And um, my God, dude, cuties and halos. Yeah. Those guys. Wow. That, I mean, that went quick and that went quick in the house. That was, I mean, that was awesome. We had, what, how much pounds? 10 pounds of meat? 10 pounds of protein. Uh, I mean, and we, we ate nine of at, it. We yeah, ate people, nine of it in one night. Yeah. We, <laughs> and, there was, and people made quesadillas at night and the meat was gone. And it, it was just funny how much food you think you go through as like nine dudes. And I think our grocery bill was nothing. So that was amazing. That took so much stress off. Um, you prepaying for the rounds of golf, a tremendous hack. For sure. Um, for so sure. It took off like 20 minutes of a check-in, which drives me crazy. Yeah, because you don't want... You don't want eight people going up to the register. I'm paying for one. I'm da da da. da. Like, dude, just and if, if I can do, do it, it, and then just it, but, Vem, yeah, the Venmo request right after it. That's always great. You know, like it's awesome. That makes it easy. Um, the Arriving golf. to the course early and yeah. calling it a little bit earlier too, so you can actually get like you can wake up at nine thirty or ten. You're like feeling pretty good about yourself. Yeah, I mean, we 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 focused heavily on trying to not be dead after yeah. this because you have to go back to work the next day. You also have to play three rounds of golf. And people are like, oh, that doesn't sound very hard. 
until your body starts to hurt. Like there was a lot of boys out there that were struggling heavily. Yeah. yeah. Um, around, you know, Sunday. I mean, you get, I mean, there's plenty of people. I get sore after one round of golf. Yep. And you're and if you don't play a lot of golf, it gets very tiring. Um, last year we had two guys out this year. We had one guy out. And so I, you know, part of the Ryder cup is taking care of your body. Yeah. Um, and you know how much you're going to drink. Cause you know, you're going to drink. And Team Europe and Team USA will make the other team as drunk as possible. 100%. Oh, yeah. You like, I don't even know how many shots you actually took on night one, but you handed me about six to seven. I had a lot of shots night one. <laughs> <laughs> night, night one's always a little bit like night you know, one let, for letting the cat out the bag kind of situation. Night one for anything. Anytime you, if I drive into Vegas at 12 at night and I'm like, okay, well, I'm pretty tired. As soon as I drop that bag off and we're in Vegas. And you walk through that casino, lights flashing. You're hammered. Oh, oh you yeah. You might as well just go back and just call it the night because you're going to be, you're going to have two, three really stiff cocktails. Mm -hmm. You're probably going to have no food on the stomach. Yeah, you're also going to be having a bottle and you're going to be having alcohol in the room. So you're like, oh, we might as well like gamble till three, four in the morning. No problem. We're right. here. And you're hammered. <laughs> and you're like, the most drunk you've been the whole trip is night one. <laughs> and that's exactly what happened again. Yeah, but um, that's okay. We know you that. Just, you just know that's going to happen. That's that's just who I am. But that's why I love doing the no breakfast. We get the breakfast at the course, and we play Dave's place, um, Dave's golf course, where we have to drive like two minutes to get to the golf course. Yeah, that was pretty great. The course itself, pretty tough, man. Tough. Oh, but I don't know if we're going to go back there and play that course. No, again. that was the last year because the people suck there. The course isn't good enough. Of course, the um, course does suck. You know what course doesn't suck, though? Terra Lago. Terra Lago. And Silver Rock. And Silver Rock were two highlights. Terra Lago brought the heat. I know we like talking about golf courses here because we can also give shout-outs for worthy places to go and play. Mm -hmm. Terra Lago might be the best bang for your buck out in Palm Springs because I don't think we've played anything quite like that. The setup was a little funky as far as where the driving range was located because you yeah, needed to have needed... someone take you there. Yeah. That was a little bit of a bummer. Did you have to buy golf balls though? Because I don't think you had to. No, I didn't have to. They didn't tell us we didn't have to. See, that's crazy one. to me because it's also $76. Right. Including cart. Mm -hmm. There's two 18s there. Right. And it includes range golf balls and a beautiful putting green with massive undulations and slopes. Greens were in pretty good conditions. Not a single house in sight. You forgot that where you you were like playing in like civilization. You felt like you were playing that true desert golf style at yeah. times. Terra Lago was like a new master community. It was elevation changes on the course. You were playing in the mountains and they had man-made lakes that were super interesting. The whole layouts were great. I think you're right. For $75, you're now it's going to have awful reviews on the site because of course for $75, the course is going to be slammed. But that's what you're getting. Go if you're worried about it being. We played a little around. slow, but like it was still a five hour round. And when you're playing competitively and it's beautiful out, who really gives a shit? Yeah, you I know? completely agree. If you're a local or not a local, but if you're trying to play golf and you're trying to squeeze in a twilight and to make it cheaper, I don't know if that's the course for you. I don't yeah. know if you're going to get through 18 there. Um, you have a better shot at a more expensive course at twilight. Right? Sure. But if you want to go spend $75 at 1 o'clock. On a weekend. 1 o'clock. Yeah. like, And you'll definitely, on a daylight savings time, you're going to get through 18. 
Like we got through 18, did not daylight savings time and we were playing like five hour round. Like it's just, you know, you're going to be there and you're not going to hate it either. Let me tell you, it's gorgeous. gorgeous. Island green. Mm -hmm. And they also had a really cool par four that was like 280 yards, sharp dog leg right, but water all over the place. Yeah. And bunkers near it. It was like an island, island, two back-to-back island greens, but one was truly an island green. Mm -hmm. And the other one's fairway jetty into a very skinny island green. Yeah. Uh, which I thought was uh, gorgeous. That was sick. I Silver. think the whole I think the hole was called "Go for It" as well. Yeah, because you yeah. could you could pipe a drive and like it carries like two sixty the water two fifty water. I carried it. Papa carried it. I rolled into the bunker. Wow. I barely got over. I don't know how he walked back to the car with that dick just slagging all over the place. Try, <laughs> I didn't try to carry. It. I thought I put it in the water. <laughs> At that point, I had a really nice round going. Um, so it was a big. Big shot for me. Nice. Came out of there with par. But um, great course. Silver Rock. Um, I loved it. I thought it was the best canyon golf, like next to a rock I've played. Um, gorgeous. The fairways immaculate. Greens were great. Um, everything about the course is super, super cool. Um, the Marshall sucks, though. So oh that took God. away from it for me a bit. It touched us like four different times. I was trying to let that water just run right off my back, dude. I drove right past that Marshall. I barely even engaged in him. Yeah, you did the you did the high thing, and he slowed me down. Um, <laughs> of course, I left him. I left you thick in the weeds and the cabbage, baby. Yeah, I mean, it, and it's pretty typical with whatever. <laughs> if there's ever an issue like that, not you leaving me, me handling it, but for whatever reason, I, they I, come to you. They come to me. I, and, and Zach looked at me. He's like, he's just talking to you. I'm like, I know. I don't know what it is, man. Um, but yeah, it's it was a great course. I don't know how to even describe it either. It's like a resort-style golf course at not a resort-style price, but also more interesting and in the canyon. Might as well play it now because the price of that course is about to skyrocket double yeah. once the hotels and stuff sure. gets done be, being built on it. I think it's going to be less pretty, too. Because if there's going to be a big hotel that is going to be put I, on the property. I don't property. know about that because there's just so much construction. I think, and plus it's the montage in Laguna Beach. Yeah, that's true. It's going to look real nice. I think they're going to like maybe keep it a little bit lower. Like it'll make yeah, it a little bit not, more it's like It's going to be bungalows, back. they said. Oh, yeah. That's sick. Yeah, they, they didn't say it was going to be like a hotel. They said it was going to be bungalows. Okay, okay. And Love you can tell like, they're doing a check-in area, a check-in for like the clubhouse again. So it was under construction and we saw it. Which we might have just caught it at like the I last think cheapest. I was going to say find it. go and find go and play both of these courses within the can. next within the next year or two, because I don't think they're going to keep their price. No. Honestly, there's like you, someone's going to go play it. Good, good. Bob the Sports is going to go play Terra Lago, and it's going to turn into seventy five into one twenty five real quick. Your head's going to spin. Or they finish the homes out there, and yep. they won't have to. You know, then everyone's just going to slam it. Um, Silver Rock is going to be. So expensive. It's a gorgeous, gorgeous piece of property. I don't, yeah, I don't know what more you could ask for as far as desert golf goes when you're hitting up against mountains, massive rocks all over the place. Yeah, it's beautiful mount. It's beautiful desert golf, right? I think that's yeah. what you kind of said. It. I think it's the most beautiful desert golf I've played. Pristine conditions, great. It had a lot of trees as well. There trees, were tree troubles all over the place. The cliff you're on, the greens were perfect. The water features were interesting. Um, it was all all spectacular. Lakes, um, mini waterfalls. I feel like it kind of had it all. Big undulations on left and right sometimes, but then it was pretty flat at times. Tough. 
Yeah. Gave you everything you can ask for. And because the mountain is right there, we had a, luckily we had a very calm day, but in the evening it started getting windy and it started messing with my golf ball quite a bit and it threw off my yardages a lot. Yeah. Um, and I didn't really realize it until I got in trouble on a couple of shots, but that w would pose a big, big issue when you're playing and sitting up against the mountain like that because then all the wind just kind of funnels through yeah. in that area as well. Throw, it could be uh, the wind the wind being so, know, playing with your ball a lot. I don't know. Those are the two courses. Really good shout out. I think we really did a, a nice job finding those as, you know, you're just the, you know, invest investigator over there. Yeah, you did too, buddy. I mean, Terra Lago was pretty known. Silver Rock, I didn't know about at all. You found Silver Rock. Yeah. That was a great find by you. Um, and apparently the Rams come down on the uh, in the evening. Didn't see any Rams? I know didn't see any Rams, but they're there. Yeah, that's like one of their main like ironworks. Is like you're coming through the gates, which is really cool. It's um great courses. Also, fire golf carts. Great golf. Some of the best golf carts. I have the driving the facilities. Uh, the driving range was great. The putting green yeah. sucked. Um, they had a nice chipping green. I didn't use it. Um, Overall, though, what a great weekend. Uh, there's some other things we want to touch on here, like um, some of the best shots we saw, just to shout out some of the boys. Mm -hmm. um, Vinny almost had a hole-in-one. Yeah, dude, that was close. That was on, like, 14 or of Silver Rock or something like that. Put it to, like, a foot. Uh, Bryce, I mean, there was some multiple times where I saw long irons in his hand and then putting it on the green for us in a scramble, which I was like, wow. Zach was rolling the rock Zach, as well for a good chunk of the weekend. Zach making putts left and right. Long right. ones. Um, Davis actually being able to play golf. Shout out to Davis. Was huge, dude. Huge. That was awesome to see. Because I know it can be times for the big fella. Yeah. And you and you, um, and you want that as a host. Max you know? with a natty eagle on a scramble. Yeah, that was insane, right? Yeah. And, and then, um, um, I think Max drove the ball just incredibly well, too. Yeah. Incredibly well. Was bombing it in our scramble. I want to give some shout-outs here to Khan, but I think we can laugh this one off and say that what just wasn't his weekend. Khan didn't have a good weekend. No. Khan struggled. That was a big old toughie one for him. Uh, but my he goodness. did come up big on the Sunday match and um, pushed, pushed my... That uh, was huge. He came out and cranked out um, like a par, a par when we needed it. Par at birdie? Yeah. For on the par five, yeah, that pushed the team play to uh, that was big time draw. Even though it didn't matter because USA crushed you guys. Way to find that diamond in the rough there. Yeah, but I think Khan <laughs> came up with a couple, you know, shots and also vibes from Khan all time high as yeah, always. Yeah, exactly. When the fact though, it was pretty funny when he opted for a happy Gilmore drive to yeah, actually keep it in play. Yeah, and like actually because nothing <laughs> else did. was working. <laughs> um, I mean, shots from you that I saw. Um, you almost had a hole in one on a, a very long par three, like 190 something yards. Um, you put like a four iron from it was a two, it was 212. Yeah, down the hill. Yeah. I thought it was going in, honestly. That's why I remember it 212 down the hill, five iron, um, over bunker and bounced six feet short of the cup and just stopped rolling about a foot short. It was right on line. I mean, that's I whacked it in with my five iron. That's how, yeah. Yeah, I didn't put my club away and just, I, I thought I, I got in the cart with like my five iron still in hands. I was like, oh my God, that was fucking, That's that was in. in the cup. Yeah, that was in. Um, That was one of the, that was my main highlight, I thought. Um, you played great on Sunday. Classic. We need to talk about your absolute. <laughs> okay. I so thought I was going to narrowly were, escape you here. You were struggling-ish. You weren't playing your best golf all weekend. It was um it was hit and miss for sure. Yeah, I, I would You're have more like a nine. 
Yeah. You made a stroke or two underneath that, but you were closer to a nine than you were your five. Mm-hmm. Right. I was more towards my, yeah, my, like my 12, I would say. Yeah. Most of the time. So then we're playing each other <laughs> Sunday <Sir>. morning. <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> if for past and notes, game on. Andrew, for all of college, did nothing but clap my cheeks in golf. I didn't beat him a single time. I also didn't ask for strokes. It was stroke play. It was never match play. And you beat me 90 times or however many times we play golf. Whatever. Finally, I beat you like once recently when we started doing match and stroke. I almost beat you gross one time with no with no pops. Mm-hmm. So it's it's been closer. But for whatever reason, when you know you're playing me, and it's just when you play me individually. When we play Masters, you don't always have the juice. When it's like a team thing. When it's the one-on-one thing. When it's you versus me, you <laughs> turn into a prime Tiger Woods, and you come out and you throw an absolute game together on Sunday. You might have fallen a bit apart on the back nine, but that could have just been from the drinks, being tired, yeah. it's Sunday. like, And also, in reality, you were out of it at that point. Yeah. Like once Z beat Con by hole twelve, I think that was it. Yeah, um, I, I was pushing for the team win though, so I did have some like bad holes. Right, uh, it's just like they kind of just popped in there. But I don't know what are you gonna do, dude? What are you gonna do? I just yeah. lock, I just lock into a different beast. Yeah, and it's you just bring, so, or you just bring the best out of me. So infuriating. <laughs> and then when I play with you, <laughs> oh god. And then when we play together, we have the worst in us. Like, yeah. I don't play yeah. well when I'm against you, really, or when I play with you. It's a shocker. I don't know. When I play, like, separate from you, and, like, you have your own thing going on, I have my own thing going on, I play much better. We're working through the kinks. We played much I better. I think we were gonna, We got to give ourselves a little bit more credit there, bud. I think this past year we in Miles Square, started. I thought we started playing pretty well. Yeah, finally. Yeah. After, like, a, a heartbreaking... And, and heart a, to heart. <laughs> I was going to say a little powwow in the car afterwards. <laughs> yeah. After getting absolutely clapped by uh, uh, uh Here you Cameron. go. We got to lock in a little bit. This has been pathetic. Yeah. Haven't yeah. won anything. Haven't done anything together. Haven't played yeah. well together. But yeah. Um, and you had some unbelievable shots too because you were clutching up a lot with the short game on Friday. You played really well on Saturday. And you played... There's... I just... I think maybe slightly outshined on Sunday when I was playing against you. But you had... Plenty, plenty of good drives, solid drives, good iron shots. We're getting a ton in trouble. So it wasn't just any standout shot in that in that sense. My but, game wasn't all weekend very standout-ish. But, but you had not, some clutch shots on Friday that I unfortunately get to see. And I'm yeah, sure Saturday I mean, was the The big thing. one was 18. Um, we're about 83 yards out. Oh, yeah. And everyone on 18 is essentially one's in the water, one's long, one's so far right. So no one's on the green even at this point. So all I'm thinking about because there's water short, like just can't be short. Mm-hmm. Can't be short. Have to have to get it there. And um, if you go along by 10 yards, who cares? But I end up clipping it perfectly. Hits like the very front green. Like it wasn't even in danger front green. It was like clearly on the green. Yeah. Then just rolled to like a foot. Yeah, it's solid. And tapping bird for, for the dub. So that was probably my highlight shot. Normally, I uh, come up a little short there. Normally, Papa comes up a, a tad short when the pressure's on, but for whatever reason, I just... You had, that, you had that clutch gene turned on this weekend. I just lied to myself. <laughs> <laughs> I said, I am this guy. I can do this. 
and I kind of, uh, you know, manifested mm-hmm. the good shot. You and, sure did. Um, it was. You sure did. Just kind of lied to myself. I'm like, you know, in reality, do I think I'm that guy? No. Do I think I'm that good of a golfer where I can clutch up like that? No. And that so, moment, though. I just kind of lied to myself. and did 80-yarder. Yeah. You got that in the back pocket. No problem. I've done this before. So. Yeah, buddy. Um, I mean, we're at an hour here. Let's uh, let's go. We got to go work out. We have some in and out to grab. Oh, we got a rest of a night of I'm of so hungry. Here. I kind of like recording a little bit earlier, but now we got to go lift some heavy shit. Ugh, I don't want, ugh, Maybe I don't know. Just, you know. We'll figure it no, out. No, no, no. We got to go get back in the saddle. Oh, baby. we got to go get back in the saddle. We got to get um, right back into it, you know? You got any of the people? Yeah, I want to give, um, before we sign off here, oh, I want to do an MVP. Yes, I want to do please. an MVP of the Ryder Cup, and I'm going to make this a co-MVP. Okay. And I think the MVP overall goes to Bryce. He didn't He didn't lose a single point. point, didn't draw anything. So he won scramble. He won the Saturday matchup against me. It was tight. Mm-hmm really bummed about losing that one if not tying it because we were tied in the 18th but came up clutch there god he was just a menace on the back nine with me and then on sunday he won the team and the individual and yeah. so that dude just brought in well what is that half three three one. and a half three and a half points yeah three and a half points by himself yeah and the final score was it was an abysmal one it was six and a half to two and a half or yeah. sorry six to two and a half yeah. So, but Bryce brought in three and a half of those points in his matchups. So that's gotta huge. Got to give the buy, got the game ball to Bryce. And he also went to the Mexican market and got the protein. Mm-hmm. It was pre-cut, marinated, and he also got some onions and some cilantro as well and limes. Awesome. And I'm going to give a shout out to, to Dave. I think that's co-MVP. Always, always Dave, co-MVP. Um, I just, just the fact that he, I don't know if he had won a point prior I'm not sure. I think no. maybe he's like one of maybe no, squeaked out a point here or there. Point. I think he's maybe drawn, drawn before he won a matchup on with the scramble, and then he won the team event and the he was following on the day rock during the scramble for us. Um, Dave actually gave reads, which was great. We asked him just if he was going to miss, just to miss past the hole. Yeah, and uh, not blast it past, but just miss past the hole, like three to like three yeah. feet. And he did it almost every time. Or if he, we, if he missed short, we saw the break well enough. Yeah. Um, and Super cool. Dave and I went out and won Saturday. Yeah. And that's a big point right there. Yeah. So I think that's the monkey off the back. Um, yeah. You just got to give a shout out for your guy getting his first point. And, uh, you know, a little shout out for the host too. So all yeah, good man. stuff. So that's what I got for the people. All right. Well, hey, like. Take us away here. Like, comment, subscribe. Because we're You need couch. to. Because you need to. Because if you want to, because you need to. We need you to. Right. Um, and you love us. Because we're we in the cabbage. You. And just a reminder, keep swinging.